Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. You people, you all have something in common. Whatever your age, occupation, ethnicity, or gender, whatever your background, you are now heroes. You answered a call. There's a cry for help across time. It's the voice of your children. And they need you. The sacrifice that you make now is for them. For the first time in human history, the armed forces from every nation are united against one enemy. I'm Sergeant Diaz. I am not your friend. This is... Seven days from now, when you're sent into that war, you won't be fighting for your country. Open the chamber, please. You'll be fighting for the world. We need to see your weapons been cleared. Throats and abdomens. That's what you aim for. On behalf of the Department of Defense, your grateful nation. We thank you for your service. Lieutenant Hart. Your tour of duty will be seven days. That's 168 hours. At the end of your tour, if the jump band attached to your arm determines that you are still clinically alive, are there any doctors? You will automatically be jumped back from wherever you are, and your tour of duty will be complete. What you think you know about basic training does not apply. You will not march, crawl, or climb. There will be no push-ups, no pull-ups, no obstacle courses. Ah, oh, I was kind of looking forward to that. You will take what you are given and dress as quickly as you can. Overly ventilated jeans, yoga pant fails, cargo shorts, all will be replaced. See, I don't get the criteria for like what goes and what stays. Like, they took my shorts, they left the jacket, which is clearly like fashion over function. My man over there is wearing a chef's hat. I mean, I didn't get this. This isn't a military issue. I bought this at Ross Dress for Less for like $30 because I thought it was going to be cold in the van. Most of you will deploy with D-Force. The rest will jump with R-Force. The screen on your jump band indicates deployment. Check it now. Oh, I guess we're together. I'm Charlie. Dan, how are you? Hey, R-Force. You can braid each other's hair later. All right, stop talking. Listen. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And we are back from summer break, and this week we reviewed the recently released Amazon-exclusive film that asked the question, what if Edge of Tomorrow was a shittily written movie? It stars Chris Pratt and Yvonne Stravinsky. It's 2021's The Tomorrow War. But first, he's the bald-bearded weirdo who works on planes and wants Spider-Man in jail. To my biologist stuck teaching angsty teens, it's James. How are you doing, James? Yeah, no, I'm okay being J.K. Rowling. That motherfucker is... Holy shit, he's jacked. Holy Man, did you see that? Motherfucking rocking guns. Yeah, he is. Jesus. And beyond that Desert 50 he had. But (laughs) (laughs) 
He's the guy who knows all about dirt and won't shut up when he gets nervous. It's Rob. How you doing, Rob? Um, good. You what? must not be oh. nervous. No. No. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out where the superheroes show up in this show. I'm confused. Okay, this is saddest, Rob. This is smoking and drinking in space, not smoking and drinking in capes. Okay. We haven't done it in a while, so I, I understand your confusion. You're, you're, yeah. you're definitely a person for routine. This is I am. probably uncomfortable for you because it's not part of your routine anymore, but it will be. It will be. Just bear with us. We'll do it again next week and then the week after that, and we'll just keep going. It'll become more routine. You'll, you'll get with it. I'll get back in the groove. I assure you, you will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to. Have and that's been therapy first, with right? Rob. So James, what's happening around CBC this week? <laughs> wait, wait, is summer over? Kinda. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's only August 1st. I know. I know. But we took June and July off. So, I mean, that's, that's the bulk of summer. Things all are right. starting to ramp up. Yeah. All right, let's go on around. Uh, going on, we're going around CBC. Who fucking knows at this point? It might be going around too. I don't know. Fuck, there's a lot of shit going around CBC. Yeah, lots. Uh, on the Discord, I'm still only talking in Trump memes uh, and gifts Jesus because fucking Christ. Fuck you for taking away my level fifty, you assholes. Uh, well, so you're you wanted you're, it. You're stuck with that until yeah. I. Yeah, that, that's what you wanted. So yeah, so I could. So I could absolutely talk in just Trump memes and gifts until I fucking hit what, 50 again. What rank are you at now? I think I'm five or six. So I'm like, you know, I'm moving up. I'm moving up. Uh, going on around CBC, uh, you could go to creativebraincandy.com and check out all of the great family of podcasts we have there, including, and I'm going to toot my own horn or pull my own dick, whichever one you want to say it, Simply Stogies. If you or anyone you know smokes cigars, likes a stogie every once in a while, or maybe a lot, maybe they're a hoarder. And they have a thousand cigars sitting in their office around them as they podcast. This is the podcast for them. Simplystogies.com. You can get uh, all the latest and greatest reviews, uh, news. Uh, This uh, latest episode of Simply Stogies, which I'm not. When does this fucking air? Anybody know? I don't know. Whenever this goes out, you know what? episode? This goes out on August 3rd. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, Simply Stogies, uh, episode 60, uh, uh, on the show floor with uh, Scott Weeks of Iconic Cigar Leaf Company and Recluse Cigars. Great conversation that I had with him in Las Vegas. On the show floor of the PCA uh, uh, 2021 trade show, uh, we talk about uh, his journey. We talk about how he's kind of was, was steeped in the cigar culture. He was brought up in it. Uh, and how he they roll tobacco at uh, Recluse Cigars, an iconic Leaf Cigar Company, something called Into Bar, Into uh, Bado, or Into ba- uh, Into Bow. It all means tubular. Uh, nobody uh, rolls cigars like that except them. Like ninety five percent of the cigar industry just bunches them up. They don't at Recluse. Great cigars. Uh, check them out. But check that episode out. Simplystogies dot com. Uh, all right, that's all that's going on around CBC. I mean, I'd pimp the Canadians, but they've really been giving me like just shit lately. So, you know, fuck them. The guys from the video game lounge are cool, but one of them keeps doing Biden memes. So fuck that guy. <laughs> um, and then I'd, I'd pimp Sadik, but fuck Rob. Speaking of fucking Rob, Rob, you got any news for us this week? <laughs> well, it is summer vacation, so... No, no, no. We're yeah. done with summer uh, break. That's why we're back. Oh, 
Oh, well, yeah, I have I have did you, one. Did you not take have, a shit this week? No, I did. Um I have one um news and it's Was it just one? one long shit? Yeah. No, no, this is very important. Oh fuck. There is a sequel coming out to a movie. Yeah, that that happens all mm. the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's big news. Yeah. Thanks for This uh, is this is the best movie of all time and one day we will review Deadpool it. Deadpool 2 already came out and it wasn't no, nearly no. as good as Deadpool. No, no, no. Oh. We are talking Showgirls 2. Close, close. <laughs> um, you want to keep going? You want some hints? I, I, I stopped caring when you started talking. So oh, I figured as well as much. Um, yeah, Waterworld's getting a sequel. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm yep, out. I, yep. I, let it be known I will quit this podcast before I have to watch fucking Waterworld 2. <laughs> so you'll watch the first one, but not the second I don't one. have a choice. It's on the fucking list. If we yep. put Waterworld 2 on the list, I quit. That's it. I'm done. I'm out. No well, you know, it is post-apocalyptic, more so than, uh, what, <laughs> Mad, Mad Max? Max? Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's a yeah. fair point, Rob. You've talked yeah. me out of quitting. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so who the fuck greenlit Waterworld 2? Kevin Costner. Uh, Kevin Costner, yeah. You know the no, only reason uh, Waterworld is on the fucking list is because of Rob, right? No, it's on it because of Red. Because no, you brought it up, had, we, yeah, we've already yeah. we've had this fucking conversation, Rob. It is and we're going to keep having fault. this conversation until you guys decide that it was because of Red. And I'm pretty sure on a previous me. episode, we also re like did a flashback of the actual <laughs> clip yep. where you mentioned yep. that Waterworld should be on the list. Yep. No, I don't yep. remember that. Mm. Well, I do. <laughs> Maybe you should get that flashback again. Mm. Oh, I've got it queued. You I know do? exactly where it's at. It's in my folder right here. Previously on Smoking and Drinking in Space. Back to the Future 3 got a 7-4. What? Iron Giant got a solid 8. I like Iron Giant. Iron Giant's good. It is. What about Waterworld? You guys should put that on your list. Waterworld. No, he's not going to do it because I like Waterworld and he doesn't. Do it. You're never too young to start smoking. So is... I guess Waterworld, by our definition of sci-fi, would classify because it's a post-apocalyptic movie. As would The Postman. Uh, as would The <laughs> Postman, technically. Listen to him. The, oh, God, the Kevin Costner. Ah, uh, no. Uh, yeah, so apparently they're going to do it, and um, Costner's already, at, uh, already attached to it. Um. They're looking to get some of the other people from it back. Uh, it's being uh, helmed by uh, producer John Davis, whoever that is. Oh, John Davis yeah. isn't he the isn't he the guy who did Garfield? Uh, like the Garfield comic strip? Wasn't oh, that the artist who did? <laughs> yeah, that yeah is maybe. Yeah. yeah, wrong John. Wrong John. Uh, it looks like Dan uh, Trackenberg is the. Uh, uh, Trachtenberg is the director. Uh, Shame so, on all these people. Same guy that did uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. And uh, he's got one coming out, uh, Skull, which is a Predator prequel movie. Jeez, that's another franchise they won't let die. Yeah. Yep. I do have one other. Uh, Did you tell it to die? You should have done that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I got one other news. Um, 
So there's a little uh, there's a little grumbling in the house of mouse uh, with uh, Johansson. Um, well, yeah, she, yeah, she has. This uh, isn't sci-fi news. No, but it's superhero, and you don't do superhero news, so I'm going to. I'm not getting an opportunity to do this now because you're fucking doing it here first, you fuck. <laughs> well, by the time we record again, it's going to be old news. You ever heard I, of the I rusty guess trombone? A, yeah. What about uh, so, the rusty well, trombone? Your mom's going to hear about it tonight now. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, so she's suing because uh, she had a deal with Marvel to produce it, or I'm sorry, to distribute it on theaters only and not through Disney Plus when Disney Plus was first coming out. And yeah, Disney Plus released it. Out of all the shit that you could talk about, Rob, this is what you're talking about. And Time yeah. Crystals is not one of them. Um, I didn't see the Time Crystals thing. I See, I'm on summer vacation. So you don't shit on summer vacation? I, I do. I just, I instead I look at uh, pictures of Yvonne Strukowski. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's super hot, by yeah. the way. We'll, we'll get to that. I'll get the restraining order here in a minute. Time yep. crystals, Rob. How do you not know about fucking time crystals? Uh, wait, which ones? The ones from the Klingons? That was in uh, Discovery? Jason, are you familiar with this? You know a little bit about quantum uh, computing and shit, don't you? Uh, a little bit, yeah. But I I hadn't read about time crystals, so. Uh, researchers from Google, uh, uh, Stanford, Princeton, and other universities might have made a computer discovery so big that we can't actually fully comprehend it yet. Uh, they're not entirely sure that they've created or discovered time crystals, uh, but it's it, they've taken it to be peer-reviewed. Uh, so they, time crystals will be an essential building block in quantum computers, the kind of computers that can solve complex problems with incredible speed and power uh, technologies that aren't even invented yet, uh, including like a best-case scenario, warp drives and shit like that. Uh, in our lifetime, like that's that's like super optimistic best case scenario, uh, yeah. like but worst case scenario. I mean, like the thing with co- quantum computing, this is a lay person's fucking understanding of it. Okay, just be lucky that I can spell quantum and computing. I I can <laughs> indeed do both. Uh, but basically, with quantum computing, when you like the the equations you put into it, the answers you get aren't always right. Because it's kind of like Schrodinger's cat. It's both right and wrong. Like quantum physics is different. Like when you look at quantum physics, it does weird things. But if you ignore quantum, like it does what it's supposed to. Yeah. So the thing with quantum computing is it's it's probabilistic computing. So you have to right. you have to run the same equation a lot a lot of times, and then come come out with a consensus of the of the best answer. So the most Time probable crystals. answer. Time crystals do away with that. Really? Time, yes. I'll have to, time I'll crystals, have to read up on that. I mean, yeah. there's several yeah. different ways to do a, a quantum computer. There's quantum annealing. Uh, there's I can't uh, spell that. Quantum circuitry. There's also quantum yeah, there's, leap. <clears throat> anyways, let's go on. Um, I'll read up about that and 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 let you know next week. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. I'll I'll send you the link because so, obviously Rob didn't do his job. I've got the link right here. So what I'm hearing though is. Um, you're doing the news next week, Jason? No. Who's ready no. for a pod crawl? Oh, please, sure. please, sweet Jesus. Let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. 
Dan Forrester is a party master. He knows just how to limit the time people want to hang out at his soirees by cracking out the hobo sweat in a can and putting on the most boring sport in the world as background <laughs> entertainment. Unfortunately, Dan isn't a research master and has been turned down for a dream job at a prestigious research center, so it's back to high school biology teaching for him on Monday. However, a message from the future interrupts the snooze fest that's happening on TV, and it seems that Generation Alpha has come back to enlist their millennial parents into fighting their war for them after the world fought out a horde of mangy space dogs with attitudes. It's not long until Dan is drafted into duty and given a Pip-Boy and shipped to basic training. This basic training, however, just involves everyone being handed a flak jacket and rifle and told to point the shooty end at the murder pups. That is, if they make the 5 to 10 foot drop when they are launched back to the future. Once there, they have seven days to survive, at which point their Pip-Boy will automatically ship them back to the past. Dan, being the biology phenom he is, is on the combat research team, which is presumably supposed to shoot things, and then hypothesize on why their shooting was ineffective as a murder pup chews on their face. <laughs> Basic training is cut short, however, as a research facility in the future is being attacked, and Dan's team is called to save them, or record and analyze the carnage, one of the two. The future's definition of 5 to 10 feet is woefully different than the past as the recruits are teleported into the future hundreds of feet from the ground. Those lucky enough to teleport above a high-rise rooftop swimming pool manage to survive, and wouldn't you know it, Dan is one of those fortunate few. Also, Dan was once a military man himself, so is immediately put in charge of those who are wet, but not dead, and he takes his ragtag team of nerds and psychos and heads toward the research facility. There, they find that the alien invaders have decorated the place with an avant-garde centerpiece, using the facility's researchers as their medium. The aliens, however, are not pleased that some has been art critics from the past have gotten a sneak peek, so they move to kick the previewers out until the exhibition's official opening. Dan is told after being evicted from the facility that the military has decided to just press the reset button on Miami, but he needs to make sure to grab the 12 blue vials that are actually 15 blue vials, again, the future can't count, and the biological material the lab was housing, which we all know what that means, gross, and beat feet to the safe zone. And by safe zone, she means not Miami. Dan and company make their way through the red smoke that marks death from above is coming soon, dodging, dipping, ducking, diving and dodging their way through albino space mutts that shoot sharp stones mm -hmm. from their tentacles, until they all mysteriously wake up in a mash unit of fade to black later. Here Dan meets his adult daughter, the combat PhD who has devised a toxin that kills all the male murder pups, but just irritates the piss out of the females. She calls it Oda Crowley, but really wants to kick it up a notch to really capture his essence and kill both the males and the females. Nice. There is a female they are trying to capture in a nest close by, so Dan and daughter head out to oversee the capture. Things go pear-shaped, so Murray heads down to help, but tells dad to stay behind. Things continue to shit the bed, and Dan, being the caring and considerate helicopter parent that probably brought this whole mess about by teaching the future generations that counting doesn't matter, goes down to have words with the murder bitch that's trying to keep his daughter from achieving her goals. After capturing the murder pup breeding machine, Mori tells her dad that he kinda sucked when she was a kid, what with divorcing her mom and dying in a car accident. Dan tells her he would never do that, and they head off to the super-secret ocean time travel base, where they are also taking a dangerous alien specimen to do experiments on. Nothing can go wrong. After a few days of blood draws and flashy computer graphics, Murray comes out with the exact formula of toxin that will take down all the murder pups just as the murder bitch comes out of her oxycoma and all her boys swim out to the ocean base to World War Z this fucker. Murray tells Dan that he has to take the toxin back to the past and mass produce it so he can bring it back to the future to eliminate the murder pups as the entire base is falling down around them. 
The murder bitch grabs Murray to thank her for all the excellent drugs and top-notch care she was given while chained up in the research lab, and Dan teleports back to the past just as he decides to throw his life away in a meaningless gesture to follow his daughter to certain death. Back in the past, with the time portal destroyed, the world has gone back to normal, rioting in the streets because it's a Tuesday. Dan and his wife put their heads together and figure out that maybe they don't have to go to the future to kill the aliens, they could do it before the aliens breed like rabbits and take over the world. They just have to figure out when they got here. Some sediment analysis and a volcano nerd later, they realize that the aliens were here all along, frozen in a glacier in the snowy hellscape of northern Russia. Dan recruits his future combat buddies and his dad, Conspiracy Santa, to head to Russia and go all Bob Barker and spay and neuter the murder pup population. After a lot of C4, they find the buried alien vessel, which was just a dog catcher's truck that crash-landed, and they start vaccinating the doggos. However, this wakes up the pups, and they start to get overrun, so they say, fuck it, and just blow the ship up instead. But the mama murder pup escapes, so Dan and Prepper Pete track her down, shoot her a bunch, use the toxin on her twice, and throw her over a cliff. Dan comes home to his family, his daughter may or may not still have to deal with them divorcing, and then going to MIT, and Rolmory meets her estranged grandpa, and Thanksgivings will never be the same. Credits. All right. It is the Tomorrow War 2021's Chris Pratt sci-fi. I'm not going to call this a sci-fi classic. I'm going to call this kind of a sci-fi flop. I mean, it was good for the action. Oh, come on. Oh, you hush your face. You really liked this movie? Are you serious? I thought it was good. Okay, look. Yeah, this this is a nice little sci-fi romp through time, number one. Number two, is it a good movie? No. Uh, yeah, kind of. No. It's good until the end and then the end sucks. And I'm like, okay, we we need we need to talk about we need to talk about how this ends. Because this is stupid. It was it wasn't like, good until the end. It was Yes. It was I liked passable. it until the end. I thought it was really good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I did like this, so this movie has a few things going for it. The, the action scenes were good. I liked the special effects. Uh, the The acting was was pretty good in it. The music, yes. bleh, the music kind of sucked. Here's but, the thing. Here's I've always said: if I don't notice the music, it means it was good. Uh, music was good. I didn't notice it. Uh, see, I don't. I don't agree with that. If I, if I notice the music in a good way, if the music accentuates the movie, then it's good. This was distracting in some parts the the music that they played along with not the movie, once but not once did i get pulled out because of the music i didn't okay. even know there was music in the movie Jesus Christ. but the Rock. fucking writing and the plot of this movie was just absolutely fucking I, I atrocious will, it, was, it was good uh, yeah i'll give you a point for the fucking plot i will not give you a point for the writing i thought the writing was was okay i thought the writing was good enough to for a amazon uh, movie. I really did. I mean, how I so? Thought, it was like they weren't talking like Rob. So point, <laughs> well, points mean, for them. That's a low fucking bar for, well, for writing. Okay, Rob is barely literate. These people actually do words. They were saying science words sometimes too. So you know what? Good for them. Hypothesis. <laughs> Spell it. Vile. Spell PhD. Spell, spell vile. DHP. You're an idiot. Yeah. I, I, the plot, though, uh, yeah, like when you start to think about most of any time travel movie, things start to fall apart pretty quickly. Uh, this is the same. Look, I, I had totally, I mean, after the first five minutes or so, first five, ten minutes, I had totally just sat back and decided to turn my brain off 
and enjoy <laughs> this as a fucking sci-fi action first, flick and not think the, about it. But the the, the, the they bring it up so many fucking times. The first five to ten minutes is literally Chris Pratt in a fucking sweater trying to get a job. So in what five to ten minutes of the movie? It was like you, they broke like into the fucking soccer game in like the first ten minutes. Uh, that was like eleventh minute. Okay. Okay. Well, gonna, I'm sorry. You're gonna piss off Star Lord now. <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying soccer sucks. Uh, yeah, soccer does suck. Soccer terrible. sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it's not fun to watch. No. 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 No, it's not fun to play either. I played it literally one oh, game man. in high school. One God, game. It's terrible. It's terrible. I played it as like a nine year old. No, I, I joined the high school squad. I played one game. Uh, Why? Because I was trying to keep in shape for basketball. I was the I was a I was a ball player in high school before I got old and fat, and so I felt like playing soccer would help keep me in shape. It just I was bored. I thought I had mono, and then I realized I was on the soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a common mistake. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I quit. After one game, I looked at the coach. I go, man, this just ain't for me. <laughs> like, this sucks. Like, this is just terrible. He's like, oh, all right, cool. I get it. Thanks for trying. I'm like, yep, no problem. Later. But no, I mean, so I, I had sat back and decided to just turn off my brain. But they bring up, they bring this shit up so often that it it, it requires you. I mean, it, it not requires, but it, it just insists that you analyze the, the the time paradoxes that they're talking about i mean it, none of this okay. fucking makes sense but how, how so none of us wait 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 wait. none of us really know what happens if time travel were possible uh we have a pretty good idea uh, i i don't think we do it's all a theory until it's proven it's just an idea so i don't see a problem with sci-fi movies especially sci-fi movies that deal with time travel to play a little fast and loose with the rules but they're playing fast and loose with, I mean, just some basic fucking logic. Like what? Like what? Like the fact that, so if he goes back in time uh-huh. and stops the world from time? happening. Oh, back in time. Okay. Yeah. Goes back to his time and stops the world yeah. from happening. None of those events fucking happen in the future. Uh, or do they? Because wouldn't it just break off into a different reality? And well, reality it depends is- on... It, it depends on what t- form of uh, time travel that you're looking at, but in the form that of time travel that they portrayed, they were all in the same river, uh, all in the same river. They were all in the right. same timeline, so they weren't breaking off into different dimensions. So well, no. not yet because they hadn't achieved their goal. Okay, but here's the thing: as a father, all of us here are fathers. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. I think okay. so. <laughs> Rob's not sure. You might want to check. Uh, all of us are fathers. So when you see your daughter in a predicament, like that was the whole thing about this movie. Like I don't I, have I don't, a daughter. I don't want to shut the fuck up, Rob. I don't want to go all fast and furious on this, but I'm going to, it was all about family. Right. And like he says, God, my right? God, Dom, shut up. <laughs> he says at one point in the movie, he's like, all I want to do is save my daughter. And if I have to save the world to do that, then that's what I'm going to do. And that's, that's what it's all about. So when he sees his daughter, in the predicament that she's in before knowing she's, she dies before knowing she takes a fall into a giant pit full of fucking white, what they call them 
White claws. White no, they call white them spike. white, white spikes. White spikes. White yeah. claws. Yeah, he was, he was he was dropping into a can of fucking can hard of seltzer. seltzer. Yeah, that's yep. exactly. I was like, yep. what flavor? Uh, so when when he sees before he sees that, all he knows is that they're gonna have he has to mass produce this stuff and then bring it back to the future to kill them. So he wants to come back to the future with this mass produced uh, uh, toxin. Yeah, but why does he have help? to go back to the future? Because they're right. under the they assumptions that it came, they, they came right. from space. They are under the assumption that they landed in 2048. Now, yeah. that's that's where, for me, that's where the logic kind of falls apart. Is when you start thinking about it, because literally my first thought was, well, this is, if it's time travel, you find out when they came. And if people immediately start thinking when they came and you hear that uh, there were no ships, nothing on radar, no impact zones. We don't know how they got here. You go, well, then they got here earlier. Like, that was the first thing I thought when they said that, when they explained that in the movie. I went, well, then they, they've been here for a minute. Right. So that's for me where minutes, the logic. Yeah, that's where the logic falls apart for me. But the time travel stuff, I had zero problem with it. What I had was people not thinking logically in the movie except for the stars. And that always bothers me. Well, okay, let's let's talk about this time raft theory. Okay. So they said that, you know, time is like a river. It flows only in one direction, which is actually true. I mean Isn't that isn't that a song? Time is like a river? Aren't those lyrics to a song? Yeah, I have no idea. I've heard of time know. in a bottle, but I don't know if time is a river. I have some downstairs in my spice. Life head. is a highway. I'm gonna write it all night long. Yeah. But um <laughs> If you're so, going my way, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what have I started? Um, but no, so they, they, they said that time is a raft. And so you jump from one raft to another back in time and, and forward in time. But that raft keep go, keeps going down the river. Okay, so I understand that. But how did they get the past raft? That was my next question. Like That's where I stopped thinking. How did they like, establish the, the yeah. raft? Yeah. 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 And if... If they were able to come back in the past without, you know, building a machine as as the nexus, then they could go back at any point in the past and and Correct. keep going forward. Yep. Now the future would no, keep well, going forward. Well, it, it said something about like uh, thirty years was the farthest they could go, or whatever. I thought. Was it? I thought that, yeah, I thought I don't, that I don't they said that something part. about they Maybe. said something about it was the the time was fixed, like the 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 how far back they could go was fixed. They couldn't change that here. Here's um, the, but here's the other part that doesn't make sense either. Cause they said, he's like, do you notice everybody here's over 40? Yeah. Okay. So what does that mean? It means that you're not alive where we're going. Well, where we're going, there's only 500,000 humans left. Well, no, I think it's, it's well that, and I think it's, they've been dead for a long time. Well, What's and and I think difference? what they're and that's actually one of the smarter to things a, that they event, thought about in to, this movie. Uh, prevent the uh, paradox. Well, that what? no, that no. so what they're talking about is the same matter can't occupy the same space at the same time. So, and there's there's been a lot of uh, there's actually I think been a couple papers written about this, and they they uh, use the transporter Star Trek transporters as an analogy uh, to kind of illustrate you know, the concept, but the same matter can exist in the same place at the same time. So when Star Trek is using their transporters, they're basically killing you 
transporting all of your information to another transporter pad and then reassembling you. So you die and then come back to life because that matter cannot be in two places at the same time. And hence Barclay's problem. Okay, let's not go down that road. However, I have an issue with that because, okay, same matter can't uh, blah, blah, blah. But from moment to moment and, and year to year, especially, the matter that you are is different. It's a, like while the substance of what you are is the same, or, or maybe I should say the substance of who you are is the same, uh, your matter, like your body is different today than it will be tomorrow. They're well, different. are you talking about regenerative? I, well, I'm talking about all of that degenerative and regenerative. Like yeah, if I so your, your back, body is continually, continually replenishing itself, but think about non-regenerative like mediums, like a, a brick, a brick, isn't going to be substantially different from one moment to the next. It's going to be the same matter in the same place at two different points in time because time moves forward. Which is why I don't think we'll ever be able to time travel. I think it's a, I, I think that that is. No, I, I don't think so either. And that's, that's the general consensus is that time travel is impossible. I mean, just the energy that would be needed to do time travel on some of the theories that we have is, is impractical. Right. Now I think like general relativity allows for time travel, but that's a different thing. It's, it's kind not, of a different time travel though. Yeah, exactly. It's it's more uh related to space and speed than it is. Well, it's anything. it's yeah, it's um it's yeah, relative relative, relative speeds. Uh, right. God, Rob, why are you here? I asked myself that question <laughs> before I joined this afternoon. Um and relativity only allows for f- Forward time travel. Forward so travel, right? Not the closer. You, the closer you get to the speed of light, the slower time travels for you compared for you, to yeah. somebody that's moving at a slower rate. Right. Right. What, what, so that all that being said, for me to say, I don't like the time travel mechanics of time travel movies, unless it is a, like obviously just logically unsound. Like I am always okay with whatever they do with time travel because it'll never happen anyway. So like. Go nuts. Well, I am too, but just some of the, the, the logic that they fucked up in this movie irritated me. And I I was, I was trying to just let it go, but they kept bringing it up. Yeah. But that's not the logic that bothered the shit out of me. It's the logic of just these two characters figured out, Oh, we're looking at the wrong year. Really? Like you're the only two on the fucking planet. Yeah. Yeah. There's that too. Cause you know that the, that since these people came back in time and said that there's, you know, this war and they could have brought back advanced technology with them. I mean, I'm sure they still have thumb drives in the fucking future. They could have brought back a lot of fucking information and technology. And they were obviously still communicating with the future because they knew that that research facility was getting attacked. And that's why they kind of shortened boot camp. And why did they like? My question is, how did they fall the hundred feet? What did the alien uh, dogs? No, so no, I had that question too. I don't think so because the the thing was fine, right? So what right? the fuck? What the fuck happened? Maybe, it wasn't under attack. There wasn't. Maybe was it, it just wasn't a glitch. Fu- maybe it wasn't fully charged. What? Maybe maybe that seven days is time for the batteries to charge. Well, no, they yeah, do I, it every seven days because that's when the that's when the dogs go dormant. And they yeah. have a they have a safe jump window. 
Right. Okay. That's exactly why they do it. Right. Okay. So, but yeah. then they jumped like that. They jump the and something screws and the, up. Yeah. And the why? dogs are all there. Like if they yeah. only jump on days when the dogs are dormant, why did they jump? Uh, and it screwed up. Number one, number two, when they fell, like oh my god, there are these fucking dogs everywhere. Aren't well, they, they, they be jumped because that that research facility was getting attacked. But it's supposed and it to be, had uh, the fancy blue. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a dormant day. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was no, not, they jumped it wasn't early. Dorm, yeah, they jumped early. They, they jumped way the, early. They pushed the jump early. Oh. Well, yeah, maybe it was like two, three days early. Oh well, then maybe that's why it just miscalibrated the fucking. I don't fucking know. I, I, that was like a thing where I went like for a second, like what the fuck? And then, okay, well, whatever, move on. <laughs> so I do, uh, what happened to all the people that came in uh, from the future, you know, and then they got stranded. I, I understand that the They're girl. stranded. Yeah, the girl died. But I mean, what are they going to do to prevent from seeing themselves? Well, not only that, but prevent from, prevent themselves from, you know, having a future family and. I, we've already covered this, guys, in an episode uh, of Sadic with the Lokis where it's just masturbation. <laughs> okay. okay. Or is it autoerotic like... asphyxiation? Rob, can you say that for us? <laughs> autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, I nope, can't well, say it. Nope. Well, it was close. Let's autoerotic go. asphyxiation. There you go. Just sound it out slowly. He does. You got you like Auto, hear the gears turning when he says it. Auto erotic, erotic asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. Wow, <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Harder. Harder. I'm so disgusted right now. Um, More for me. Let's 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 get off of this subject to talk about uh, Yvonne. Uh yeah yeah Miranda and, Sarah uh, yeah oh, yeah so hot. Mm. Oh my God, mm-hmm. Yvonne. I loved you and Chuck. You were fantastic. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful, baby. Call me. Call me. We can do great things together. Or maybe great, I can just do great, great thing. things to you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't oh matter. Just call me. Oh, There's it's it's a restraining order. Good to know that the printer is going to still get some use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. She's a very handsome woman. She is a very handsome woman. Yeah. Yes, she is. She's Australian too, so. I know that accent. Oh my God. When I hear her talk and not doing like a, an American role. Oh, it does yeah. things to my parts down under. <laughs> oh, my God. oh God. <laughs> Makes your didgeridoo a little do. It does. That's a good one. I'm using it. Oh. oh my God. She's just that like, she is a dime. She is a dime. Rob just posted a picture in our super secret chat channel where I don't just use Trump memes and gifts. And that's oh. her. Yes. That is her. How did you not know that? That does not look like her. That looks that, like her 100%. They just, they, mm-hmm. they, they made her, they tried to make her look not like a model and she is model esque. No, that's not yeah, her. That's her. The nose 100%. is wrong. No, it's not. You're wrong. Okay, that's uh, her. Yeah, that's her. That's yeah. Oh, she's such a babe. I'm not sure that other one's her. Look, I just I just look in the folder. I think you need to uh, re-index <laughs> your. I need think you need to re-index your files. All right, fine. Uh, Everyone knows I am that. Not it's convinced. Just like, 
five minutes of saddest and sadic where it's just creepy old men talking about a hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows. All right, got to skip these fucking five minutes. Like when I started watching Chuck, I had the hugest crush on her. I was like, oh, my God, she's just amazing. So the the, the time travel bothered me. Um, the, the acting was fine. I mean, Yvonne Stravonsky, yeah, her. Stradumi. Just oh my call God. her Sarah. Sarah or Serena. Serena. Oh, my God. You haven't seen The Handmaid's Tale? Oh, that's on my to-do list. Yeah, Her I don't name's watch Serena. Okay. I don't watch shit shows. It's yeah, not a shit it's show. It's actually really good. Sounds like a shit show. Mm, okay. She's in it. And there's raping involved. I don't, not that, uh, I don't think not that's a, really. That, yeah. It's not okay. Well, thanks Rob. for ruining that, Rob. Right. You're welcome. Jesus. Can we talk about the me? ending of this fucking movie yet? Like, this is my big I, problem with this fucking movie is it was a goddamn very, ending it was very avp very alien versus predator ending number one They're in the snow just she's... blow the fucking ship up why are we trying to inject them with fucking toxins if we can just blow them up and they all die number right one. that's what that's one of the questions i had sure is if you just that they died I guess. Well, well i mean you put a perimeter around the area blow yeah. it up and any fucking stragglers that come out you and well, deal with those then f- there was only five of them, though. They only left two of them out to deal with any of the stragglers that came out of the ship. So I don't know. But it was a little, it was a little tiny hole. Than two. It's a little tiny hole. And, and then it nobody's was, having and to it die. was jacked old man. And then you know? no one's having to saw one in half with a fucking, like, that was just stupid. Like, what the fuck? Well, I can't figure <laughs> out my gun. I'm going to saw one in half. Almost as dumb, but not quite. This one takes a cake. This is literally the dumbest thing in the whole fucking movie, right? So uh, father and son reconciling as they're killing killing aliens. I got no problem with that. That's fine. And then the other dude shows up and lays I, down. I, no, I have no, I have zero problem even with the other dude showing up and laying down. Here's the problem that I have is after uh, fighting with this alien and uh, putting the toxin in it only for it to nod its arm off after hitting it with fucking sniper rifles and 50, like a desert Eagle five Oh and fucking all this shit. It comes down, ladies and gentlemen, to hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> right. With hand a claw. With, with a one claw, huh? claw. Right. With, with yeah. the, like, what the fuck? Really? Like, that's stupid. That pissed me off. I'm like, this movie is now dumb because this ending fucked everything up. Well, like, it, it was, needed to end like how McConaughey uh, ended in Reign of Fire, right? He goes to try to kill it in hand-to-hand and he just gets eaten. Well, but yes. he got eaten. I mean, that was at least kind yeah, of noble. He was down to it. I mean, he had no other fucking choice. He knew like, he was fucked, and so he jumped at the dragon to, I mean, as a as a Hail Mary, fuck you, and got eaten. And and we Chris knew Pratt he was going to die. Is literally throwing rights and lefts with this fucking thing. Yeah. Uppercuts. Like, nobody, the whole movie could get anywhere close to these things without it fucking ripping you apart. And all of a sudden, Especially he's going all tentacles. Rocky Balboa We're, versus Drago oh, on this thing. Okay, right, the so, Great White so, Hope gets in the ring and fucking starts knocking this shit out. Like, I don't understand. The alien was blinded. What the fuck, Gavard? No. He didn't have, He she didn't have her eyes. They already what? got no. shot out with the sniper rifle. Whatever. It, that is just stupid. And then he like, okay. And then he saves his dad with the snowmobile. I'm okay. I, I, I'm okay with that. Do I think it's plausible? No. Do I think it's realistic. No. Do I think it's action movie esque? Yes. 
where the, the alien's about ready to just jump and maul his dad out of nowhere. Here comes Chris Pratt on a fucking snowmobile and like rams it. Like, great, yeah, good. Yeah, there was a good thing there was a ramp yeah. for him yeah, to use. exactly. I have <laughs> no problem with it. That's snow that. drift. Like, that's fine. But here's the thing. Like, one of them needed to die. I, I didn't care which one, but one of them needed to sacrifice himself for the greater good. Because so far, the only people that have died in this movie uh, are people that didn't matter one iota. Right. Well, conspiracy Santa tried to kill himself or sacrifice himself. Well, and then so, Chris so Pratt did, jumped on his on the back and slit her throat. Right. But that still didn't kill her. And then, you know, fucking Star-Lord was going to fucking kill himself. He was like, no, I'll do it. And then dad, good old dad's like, no, you go live, son. We've reconciled. I can die happy. Let me do it because I'm really tired of trying to figure out who the fuck Spider-Man is. And so <laughs> he's going to do it. And no, I got to jump on the back with the claw and fight this thing fucking hand-to-hand combat style and rip its throat out. And that still doesn't kill it. Oh, but look, I've got an extra thing of toxin. Let me put it in its face and then tell it to die and kick it off the side of a cliff. Leonidas would be proud. Yeah, like I was just Sparta is what I was waiting for. We didn't get that. Uh, I said die and kick it off. Yeah, 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 something like that. Did you? Did you? Did you tell it to die? Yeah, yeah, I think I did. Why didn't you do that earlier? Because that's what did it, old man. Like what the? Go back to the fucking Daily Bugle. Well, I will say that gave up. I will say that some of the some of the quips and and. The, the banter between the characters was funny. I mean, this this did yes. have moments of levity that and comedy that actually worked and didn't detract from the seriousness of the tone of the film or the, the, the action part. So I will give it credit for that. Yeah, but like literally, that's the only part of the movie I couldn't stand is the end. Like it just falls apart for me there. But you know what? The rest of the movie for me was so good that I'm okay with it. I, I honestly am. The action was great. The time travel was great. The CGI was great. Uh, even the plot was like, oh, okay, it's a future war. And now we've got to take people from the past. Because, like, here's the thing. This thing, it, it is very thinly veiled, uh, uh, woke piece of art. And I'll explain what? to you how. I'll explain oh, please, to you how. Please. Please do, because I don't. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. This is a big leap. No, this is, no, this not, might be no, like snowmobile on the invisible <laughs> ramp type of leap. No, you got to hang with me. You got to hang with me. All so, right. I'm hanging. Here it comes. Here it comes. All right. All right. Uh, it wasn't that the aliens landed, right? It was that the aliens crash landed and were frozen, but became thawed due to global warming. Ooh. 2048 is when the glacier melted because of global warming or what we like to call it now because we're woke climate change. And then the whole thing about we've got to go get our parents to fix this mess because it's their fault anyway. Like that. It's all like, Ooh, okay, boomer come kill the aliens for me. And it's also kind of a knock on fucking millennials and shit. Cause they couldn't raise their kids to fucking fight off aliens. <laughs> oh my god wow <laughs> so there you go you ha- you have me convinced yeah. I'm, I'm on your side thank oh, you thank yeah. you yeah yeah i thought I, I thought it was a little weird with the whole global warming thing but i just how is was that like, okay. fucking weird no i mean no it, it was fine i was like okay i i get it i, I understand it yeah shit, it's a way shit's... for fucking corporations to make money yeah what i, what I don't 
So, so that first, um, Ross is going to change the subject. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turns into the fucking Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, debacle. yeah. This is this is how this is how. Oh yeah. Oh oh, they get to see this one. That one Friday. <laughs> listen, listen on Friday, guys. It's it'll be fun. I promise. Yeah, it'll be something. I don't know if it's fun. Yeah. Um, what were the were there only so many females, and all the females were there in that first chamber? Is that what we're assuming? Or was it like there's I one female? I thought that was just queen. Yeah, I it thought that was one just female queen. As a queen. So why didn't they go and try to identify which one of those pods had the queen in it in that room before? Well, I mean, it was the big one in the middle. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't an identifier. It was just the big one right. in the middle. Why did they didn't they, start with that one? I don't know, but yeah. Why yeah. does a fucking alien race have a fucking bunch of planet destroying fucking dogs? I don't understand. I, well, I like I said, understand. maybe they were just fucking intergalactic animal control. Oh yeah, okay, that's a right, lot yeah. of that's a lot of animals. Yeah, what what are they doing with those things? Well, I, it's the humane think? way. They're not putting them down. They're basically putting them in it's cages. A no and kill gonna, shelter. Yeah, this is why we, this is why they have a problem with feral cats. Like you trying to be just ne- put them down. Nice, yeah, yeah, trying to be nice. Nice, so, just put them down, man. I mean, well, what do you think? I mean, or you can do what Chicago what does, things. and you uh, just basically sterilize them, and then release them back into the wild to kill rats. Uh, it's a cat, man. Like, there's only a one letter difference between cats and rats. They're both vermin. Just be done with it. <laughs> oh my God, you're so fucking wow. bad. <laughs> I hate cats. I hate cats so fucking much. Oh, filthy creatures. Filthy fucking animals. Just disgusting. Give me a dog any day. How are they filthy? They're one of the cleanest animals. Yeah, you know why? Because they lick their asshole. That's why. Well, dogs lick their asshole. Yeah, but dogs are dumb and lovable and adorable and just absolutely (laughs) loyal to the end. Cats will. Dogs lick their asshole and then lick their and then lick your face. Whatever. You know what? I love dogs. Dogs are fantastic. (laughs) They can lick my face. They can lick my asshole. They can lick their asshole. I don't care what Whoa. they're licking. I don't give a shit. Whoa. Fucking dogs are fantastic. So, so uh, you've moved on from autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> you can't even say it. You can't even say it, Rob. Like you I moved on from yeah. that to bestiality. Uh, whatever. It's just a progression. <laughs> I'm not sure where we're going after bestiality. But we're going somewhere. <laughs> it was just the next logical step. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm trying to figure out what the logical step is after that. I think it's Game of Thrones territory at that point. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Masturbation, self-masturbation. No, no, no we've already covered oh, that. Oh, you've Rob. already covered that. That's right. Okay, Game of Thrones. All right, they're not brother right. sister. God damn it, they're the same person. <laughs> gotcha. Sorry. Well, I mean, technically, they kind of would be like brother sister. Oh no, incest is best when you keep it in the family. Has never heard that. I've That's... heard incest is best push your sister to the test, but <laughs> oh, all right, I. I... See, you guys they do it differently rhymes. there in the corn country. Yeah, yeah. that's because no one here does it. Apparently, where you're from, they know they know how it ends. Well, I lived in a state that bordered Arkansas, so I was going to say Arkansas and Alabama are pretty close. Yeah. There you go, makes sense. Also, I apologize to anyone living in Arkansas or Alabama. <laughs> uh, we've got some in Louisiana, but that's about it. So we're you okay. don't know where our listeners are. Do you look at the fucking map and go, "Oh, okay, here's where they are"? Uh, yeah, I do. Really? When was the last time you looked? Hey, Star Lord, how you doing? You're such a dumbass. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. I like this movie. Go watch it. I, if you haven't seen I it, watch it. I thought it was good. 
uh, it's okay. If you got two and a half hours oh, that you don't have sake. have anything else to do, oh, then yeah, wow. check it out. Wow. Oh, okay. Were- no, no, no. I have I had one other question that I forgot to bring up. Um, why did they keep showing shots of how the alien saw? How the pup saw. I don't know. It's just a cool I mean, point of view yeah. shot. And I think the queen was halfway intelligent because she knew. Like, I think that scene where they were talking about the toxin and. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like she yeah. overheard it. Like yeah. she overheard it. And she was like, yep, all right, time to go, boys. Yeah. I mean, they did the same thing in Predator. Did a point of view shot from. Yeah. yeah but that was. But that was. That helped us accentuate the fact that, like, you know, he could see infrared. I'm gonna, look, I'm going to say something here that's going to make Jason very angry, and I'm okay with that. It's not the first time. won't be the last time. I believe this movie's better than Predator. I liked it better than Predator. Thank you. Wait, which Predator? The original Predator? Any of them. Yeah, all of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I might say it's about the same as Predator. I mean, Predator uh, wasn't a great movie. To begin with, I mean, it had flaws of its own. It's pretty much just an action flick with a, a sci-fi veneer. Um, it was, you know, well, that's kind of what this was. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Although I think this one probably had more of a sci-fi veneer than Predator. So I'm just, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. I wish uh, that this movie took place at Christmas. Did it take place at Christmas? Uh, around Christmas, it was, yeah. It was a Christmas. This is party. my new Christmas movie. This is a Christmas movie. This is my okay. new one. This will be uh, it'll be my yearly tradition of Die Hard, followed by uh, the Tomorrow War. Don't forget Lethal Weapon. That's not a Christmas. It movie. It is a Christmas movie. Nope. So it starts so, uh, out with Jingle Bell Rock. Nope. Not a Christmas movie. Oh, so fun. Sake. Fun fact: uh, Yvonne was in uh, the 2018 version of The Predator. Is that on the list? It's gonna be now. Yeah, the Predator series now. is on the list. Yes. <clears throat> She's so hot. No, we're just going to skip them all and go straight to 2018. Can we just watch no, that's all the not how this works, with, Rob. Can we just watch all the movies with Yvonne in it? <laughs> this isn't a Yvonne podcast. Can we turn it into one? Oh, she's so hot. Like this at Gal Gadot. Oh, I want, hey, you, you want to do a you want to do a Chuck uh, podcast? I loved that show. It was good. It was a good show. It was a great show. Yeah, it's I just really unfortunate it. that they they had such a rough time the last few seasons. You know, yeah. in terms of yeah, Getting, never saw it. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's too mm. bad. You got to watch. It. I, too, I look, this was one I, of the first shows that was sponsored by a by by a company, and you could tell because they always ate Subway. Yeah, always. That's, yeah, that's not, no, that's not, no. James, I got a yeah. question for you. Uh, yeah, I've, I I have a limerick. No, no, no. That's 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 a different show. Oh, all right. Now my question is. Is the Tomorrow War this this sci-fi flick about parents going and saving their kids' asses yet again? More sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Yeah, you know what? That's a really good question. Let me let me let me break it down for everybody out there in podcast land. In eleven twenty-two sixty-three, there was indeed a closet, and in that closet, you could go back and forth during time. Uh, in time, but uh, you can uh, you know it was weird because it was a closet. It was like the the lion, and the witch, and the wardrobe. The it, was it was always the, the same time. Yeah, too. and then there wasn't a closet to get back. It was just like you had to remember where the closet was. But yeah, it was it wasn't really sci fi. It was more uh, history. It dealt with Kennedy's death in the '60s and how food tasted better. 
Uh, this movie, on the other hand, you go forward into the future and back in time. Through a there gymnasium. Is no, yeah, but there is no fucking closet. There's a wormhole. It makes much gym. more sense than a fucking closet. There are aliens. There are spaceships. And there's fucking uh, J- Joma- Jonah Jameson fucking being the dad of Star-Lord. Yes. Fucking the Tomorrow War. More sci-fi than 11-22-63. It's also much better fucking just story. <laughs> Rob, you got a haiku for us this week? I do. This one is titled Russian Exports. <laughs> oh my God. Hot mail order brides, vodka, <laughs> track suits, doped athletes, nukes, and some white spikes. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. I look. I I, look, am I make thought a, about this last week. Uh, you know, you brought up tracksuits last week. I did. I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm I couldn't gonna make get a prediction Putin on a horse in there. Though, that Putin on a horse there. is gonna be riding through Texas here pretty quick. Coming. <laughs> well, you know, every Probably. once in a while we get a listener from Russia, and I'm pretty sure it's just a Russian bot. But yeah. I'm gonna have to. No, I'm gonna have Putin. to watch a little it's closer. Himself now. now. Yeah. It's Vladimir. It's Vladimir. He's uh he's listening for the bullshit that comes out of Rob's mouth. Who's um <laughs> who's Frank's counterpart in Russia? I don't I, I don't is Frank dead yet? Have we not fucking killed that fucking bastard? Sorry, Frank. I don't he know any fucking He didn't mean it. Do you know any it. do you know any fucking uh uh Russian names that are Frank esque? Victor uh, uh no. Okay, then no, there's no fucking Russian counterpart. Who's got awards? Uh, Sure. Yeah. All right, Rob, who's got your Black Lung Award? Um, I'm just going to give it to the ship. And all the aliens in it blew up. Okay. James? Yeah. I'm going to give it to the guy with cancer and the chick from the future that were in the ship and not so much the aliens. Cause I don't know if the aliens had lungs. They may have had something that were like lungs, but these two humans definitely had lungs that were on fire. Okay. Uh, some mine are going to go to the aliens that were in that hive that they were trying to, uh, flush the queen out of and, oh, and yeah. trap lots of fire. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. basically lit the, lit that anthill on fire. Uh, James, who's got your head lush. Uh, head lash goes to the guy with cancer who's, uh, at the bar drinking. I don't remember his name. The guy had the claw for some reason that ended up being a huge fucking plot device. Okay. Rob. Uh, I'm giving it to, uh, just everybody at the Christmas soccer party. Uh, you know, they were lit as fuck if they were watching soccer. No shit. They were so drunk. Yeah, so mine's going to go to everybody at the soccer party, too, but not because they were watching soccer, but because they were so desperate to be at a Christmas party that they were drinking Coors. Maybe maybe they were just coming down from COVID. <laughs> they couldn't taste. And that's about the only way that you could probably drink Coors. Or and they, enjoy were just, it. they were that desperate because of the fact that they hadn't had any human interaction. That's that's what I'm saying is that yeah. they were so desperate to be at a party that they would drink Coors. Wouldn't that what be you, the Purple Hippo Award? 
No, that's a different thing. Yeah, no, that's 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 totally different. Okay. Yeah. Rob, who's got your player? Oh man, I'm giving it to Jay Jonah Jameson for uh, making a snowman dubby. <laughs> what? Wait, what? He made a snowman dummy and played the queen. Oh, okay. James, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there was no, I couldn't give it to Yvonne because that was be weird because he was her. Yeah. Dad. That's Game of Thrones territory. We're not going yeah, there yet. Yeah. That's, not yet. That's not yet. in a couple of weeks. Maybe a couple of weeks. We'll see. What, we'll see how everything plays out, Rob. We're not going there yet. Uh, <laughs> who gets the player award if there isn't one? Do we remember? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I don't know. Jason? Oh, shit. That's, uh, fuck, I don't remember now either. <laughs> That's how long it's been since Isn't it done Starbuck? Show. Is it Starbuck? No, it's not Starbuck. No? Oh, it was somebody Doc, else. Let's see. Doc Coddle is smoking. All right. Uh, Doc Coddle is drinking. Uh, Richard Dawson was it? Richard Dawson. Richard, Richard, Richard Dawson, Dawson is, is drinking. Is drinking. Yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. River Tam is a player. Purple hippo. No purple, purple hippo. hippo. Yeah, player. Player. Did we give it? Oh, to, imaginary uh, six is player. Oh, imaginary six. Is, yeah, all right. There you go. Imaginary, imaginary six. six gets my fucking uh, player award. Perfect. All right. So uh, my player award. Uh, yeah, that's this is a hard one because there wasn't any real romance in this. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna go honorary imaginary six as well. Yeah, Rob's the only one that came up with something stupid. Yeah, at least I came up with something. Yeah, yeah. which by the way, that kind of rolls into the next thing. Rob gets my purple hippo award for coming up with something stupid for the player award. <laughs> All right, Rob. Uh, my purple hippo is going to uh, anybody that had uh, had to experience time jumping. Um, that looked like it was a trip. I'm also going to specifically give it to whoever missed the pool. Because <laughs> they were dropping everywhere. Yeah, that would have been yeah. fucked. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so my purple hippo is going to go to Dan just because not only did he go through the portal and, and go through time and, and had to experience that, but he also found out, you know, how he lived his life. And then how he died. So that that's always a pretty fucking weird head trip as well. Well, not only that, but I, the daughter would be a good one to give it to because like she had a deal with her dead dad. Oh yeah, and then seeing him again. Right. Yeah, but I think and, she knew he was coming. Well, yeah, she oh, knew she, he yeah, was she, coming. Yeah, she yeah. requested yeah. him specifically, right? Because, yeah, because I feel like she knew. She's like she knew that they were on borrowed time. She knew that this was it. This was like a hail mary. Like if this doesn't work, we're all fucked anyway. So I want to see my dad one last time. I want to you bring him in to die she wanted, with me. You think it was because because she yes. wanted to see him one last yep, time? Or? I really do. Yeah, like, he was literally useless. Like here's the thing: it was set up so he's like this science teacher, and he's got all these things, and uh, he's going to uh, he's trying to get a real job and research and stuff, and he did all this stuff in the army with re- and like it was set up that he was going to be the guy that comes to the future. He was going to figure it all out and it wasn't not at all. Like he's like, he was so out of his depth. Like he was bringing his fucking daughter, uh, vegetarian lasagna because like there was, well, nothing that's all they had left. Do. Well, that's yeah, but there was nothing left? he could do. Like he oh, couldn't help. really yeah, help yeah, her yeah, with yeah, the yeah. research. So, and who brings yeah. their research to the fucking only place that they can use to jump time? 
Maybe that was the only that looked like the last stronghold. Yeah, that was it. Like once yeah, that you set fell, up something temporary. You they did, but it turned into a Jackson Pollock painting, or <laughs> or whatever it was that you were that the lady in the pod crawl said. No, I think that was <laughs> a, a, an established research center. Yeah, but that's where they were doing it originally. I know. So you you moved that shit. I mean, they had the material. All she needed was a, a apparently a small lab Look, and a computer. They, they only had fifteen of the twelve vials. That's right. That's yeah. right. Didn't have so, I actually rewound the fucking movie. Oh yeah, there was more than because so Jan said. Jan said she goes uh, when we're watching it. She goes, "There's more than twelve vials there." Yeah, <laughs> I saw it at first glance, and she said, "You know, and you need to get the twelve blue vials." And then all he of pulled them. them out. I need all twelve of those. Yeah, and he pulled them out, and I was like, "That looks like fifteen. That looks like three rows of five. So I rewound the movie and paused it, and yeah, it's three rows of five. That's fifteen. And then she. And then, and then, of course, my oldest uh, goes, why is he taking them out of the thing and just to put them into another container? I was like, that container is lined so that they don't break. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he wants to do research with the brain. Yeah, he should go to MIT like her. Learn how uh, to count. He needs to do something. Just get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> All right, now's the time where we uh, pick what movie we're watching next week. Uh, who's oh, picking the movie? Who's hell. telling me when to stop? Waterworld 2. The number? That, that hasn't come out yet, unfortunately. God. Oh, well, God damn it. He just said it. He wants it on the list. Uh, I don't. Yeah, that's uh, true. I guess we'll have to put that on the list. What what numbers do we got? One through what? One. Th- well, tell me who's picking the number, and I'll tell you what you can pick. Oh, James pick. is picking. Yeah, I'll pick the number. All right, you got to pick one through 159. 158. Okay. Rob, tell me when to stop. You know how this goes. Jesus, but don't oh, ever stop, Christ. baby. Touch me in the naughty place. Keep going. I'm almost there. Almost. You can okay, cut all stop. this out, right? I am. Go ahead. Go ahead and stop. He won't. Too much I will. It's too much effort. <laughs> oh. Uh oh. We may be in trouble, see, Rob. Yeah. See, it's hard to read him because yeah. sometimes he gets excited for things like Metropolis. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, all right. He gets so, all next off week, good stuff. We will be discussing the film where a rescue crew investigates a spaceship that has disappeared into a black hole and now has returned with someone or something new on board. Deep impact? No. This stars no. Lawrence Fishburne, <laughs> San Neil, and Kathleen Quinlan. Oh, what is that? It is impact. 1997's Event Horizon. God damn it, this is such a stupid movie. Event Horizon. You never seen this, Rob? No, yeah, I have. I didn't it's, like it. Yeah, it's dumb. So I'm and guessing Jason loves it. Jason's like, yeah, this is my top it, 10 great goes, movies. Oh. I don't think oh. it's a great movie. It's an interesting movie. Is it better than this movie? Is it better than uh, The Tomorrow War? I haven't hey, seen this movie and, in a while, so I'm going to reserve judgment until uh, I watch it again. How about you and I just watch Tomorrow War again? <laughs> uh, it's not that good of a movie. I've seen it once. I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's a rewatchable movie. It's it's not. I mean, it's a good movie. I think kudos to everybody involved, but it's not 
It's not something I want to watch over and over again. I'm going to go watch Predator. I kind of want to watch The Edge of Tomorrow. Day After Tomorrow? Yeah. No, The Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. I watched that twice. All right. That's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Why Cambo. Pod crawl music is Snack Mix My Machete. He's rusty. If you like the yeah, show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on oh, our Discord channel rusty. at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. Hey, on Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email he's us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. Your mom knows what a rusty trumpet is. If you'd like to throw, throw a few she? nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. For this week, I'm Jason. I uh, wish it was still summer. <laughs> We're back, bitches. Deal with it. And we'll talk to you next week. Are we done for the day? <laughs> Oh, I'm doing a reverse image lookup on that. I, I think we finally oh, broke Jason. He's trying to figure out who it is. Okay. All right. That's her, I promise. That looks exactly like her from Chuck. Just in shorty shorts with her ass in the air. Okay. I believe you. I, I, it looks like a different person to me. Oh, my God. She's painted. Ah, uh, to be that artist. All right. Well, here's a good five minutes I got to cut out. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs>